Hey, hello, Emery from Querios here. I'm finally making another episode. Are you surprised? Because I am. Uh, so last time I uploaded an episode was like the end of December, and now it's almost February. It's the last day of January. So, uh, yeah, I figured I'd record an episode, and you know, this might just become a once a month thing, maybe twice a month, whenever I really feel like it. I'm young, so I'm dealing with school, and there's a lot of issues kind of going on, but, uh, yeah. A few little personal updates. I got a trans flag, and it's hanging on my wall, and I'm really happy about it, even though it's crooked, but, uh, happy about that. Uh, I'ma get two chest binders i think two possibly three i had one but i outgrew it uh, it was under works i should make a episode about chest binders i should do that i gotta remember that um but uh yeah dude uh lots happened it makes you know, i'm real happy about a lot of stuff that's been happening recently it's real nice so uh yeah anyway the today's episode is gonna be all about terms that you should know about the lgbtq community uh i I included a bunch of sexuality ones but most of them are kind of just uh transy transgender things about transgender people and like gender dysphoria and that kind of stuff because that's kind of you know what i'm kind of mainly dealing with right now So, yeah, I'm trying to make things that I can relate to and actually know what I'm talking about. So, uh, yeah, I'll just start off with some of the sexualities. These obviously aren't all of them, but these are kind of the main ones always included in acronyms and whatnot. Uh, Homosexual, which is just the, which is just same-sex attraction. If you're female, then you like girls. If you are a male, then you like boys. Uh, heterosexual is, um, um, opposite sex attraction, so it'd be what's kind of quote-unquote normal is a boy and a girl, man and woman. Uh, a gay, <laughs> a gay, um, gay is a man likes a man, uh, le- uh, lesbian means a girl likes a girl, bisexual means that, um, they like both genders, but usually with a preference, pan I can't talk. Pansexual means that you like both genders with no preference and it's kind of just whatever. Um, asexual is no real sexual attraction to any gender. You're just kind of there. And then monosexual, which just means you're attracted to one gender. That can be whatever gender. You're just, you know, attracted to it. And I'm not saying there are three genders like you might think I am. I'm not just getting hear me out. Oh, this is going to be a short episode, but it's okay. Alright, now we get to the transy stuff. See, it really wasn't a lot. Um, S-A-A-T, sex assigned at birth, which is your sex assigned at birth. It's whatever your genitalia decides, basically. Um, Sex is uh, male or female, chromosomes, uh, like, you know, that stuff, whatever. I can't really, really explain it, but... You know, it's your genitalia, essentially. It's just, you know, your your sex characteristics. 
So if you're if you were born female, then you have breasts and a vagina and usually curves and whatnot. And then if you were born male, you have a penis and a flat chest and you know that kind of thing. Gender uh, slash gender identity. Your gender can differ from your sex. Your gender is how you identify on the inside, basically how your brain kind of aligns with your body. Mine is different from that. You could probably tell by my voice, but I was born female at birth and I um, am trying to transition into a male. So I am FTM, male to female. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, Cisgender means your gender identity lines up with your sex. So if you were born female with female sex characteristics and you quote unquote stay female, you just identify with your sex assigned at birth, which is great. Um, I forget the exact, the, I'm going to look it up, the prefix cis, because I want to make a point about this, because cisgender is not a slur. Okay, uh, the, the prefix cis means on the same side as... So, meaning, if you're cisgender, then your gender identity is on the same side as your uh, sex. So, yeah. And then trans is on the opposite side of. So, it makes sense that it's called cisgender when you identify with your gender identity. I mean, when you identify, but your gender identity identifies with your sex. You, you know what I'm trying to say. It's fucking six, in the cl- six o'clock in the morning. Um, and then transgender is your gender differs from your sex. So I differ from my sex. My sex is female, but my gender is male. So we're figuring that out. Uh, Non-binary, which is the absence of gender. It's not a third gender. It's the lack of a gender. Most people who are non-binary go by they, them pronouns, but there's no box to be put into. It's really, it's just, they don't feel as if they have a gender. They don't feel male, they don't feel female, they don't feel some weird, crazy third gender, they just don't feel like they have a gender. Um, Intersex is a person that has um, both male and female sex traits, usually. So, like, they'll have a weird hormone balance, or they'll have weird, like, hormone levels, or sometimes mixed-up genitalia. It'll be kind of weird, it differs for everybody, but there's a lot of intersex people that aren't super, like, it isn't super extreme, so it's not like everybody has a vagina and testicles, it's like, it's just, you know. Um, Gender fluid, I'm not really, I'm not, mm. gender fluid is, your fluid and gender, basically you kind of have a lack of, and then sometimes you have much gender, I can't really describe it basically you're kind of your gender just kind of flows and it's kind of just what it is gender dysphoria is the is the discomfort or distress based on your sex not aligning with your gender gender dysphoria would be the medical diagnosis you have to get to be able to medically transition we'll get into that in a minute there's a lot of this that plays in later down the line but you have to have a gender dysphoria diagnosis to be able to go to do any surgeries and despite whatever th- anything might tell you, nobody is registering hormones to 10-year-olds or anything or like have, or letting 6-year-olds get surgery. That's just not how it works. From a medical standpoint, you literally can't do that because it's, they're obviously, you know, mm, 
some people grow out of gender dysphoria, some people don't. Some people grow out of gender dysphoria when they have puberty because they finally, they fi- because as we know, kind of everybody, you don't have many sex characteristics when you're a child, obviously, like there's a difference between a, gi- a vagina and a penis, but then other than that, you're kind of flat chested. Most kids always kind of have a high voice. There's no real, you know what I mean? So when they get older, and then they're, uh, and then puberty happens, and they see, oh, well, now I have these sex characteristics, and I'm okay with that, so we're fine with that. But some people, it's the other case. Some people, when they're younger, they don't have gender dysphoria, but then puberty happens, and they're like, oh, I don't want breasts. I don't want, you know, uh, I don't want uh, more curves. I don't want my voice to be deeper, lower, whatever it may be. Gender euphoria is the feeling you get when you're when um you your gender kind of just it just kind of fits it just kind of everything aligns and you just feel kind of really great that's the best way I can describe it transition uh the process of transitioning from one sex to another and this can be social this could be medical or this could be legal now social would be coming out to people and telling them your new name and your new pronouns and um dressing how you would like to be seen as you know what i mean so like if you used to identify as female and wear dresses and then you transitioned into a male you would start wearing you would start wearing more masculine clothing and you would go by a different name so if my name was cassandra sure if my name if my name was cassandra before and i used to use she her pronouns then I would transition into something, go by, let's say, Jason, and use he, him pronouns. So yeah, medical is any kind of medical transition, so starting on hormones, getting surgeries, those that kind of thing. And then legal, that's the best way I can kind of describe this, it's getting all of your documents changed, so like your new birth certificate, um, <laughs> it's kind of like that. A uh, new passport, new driver's license with your name and your gender on it. FTM is male to female transgender. So I was so that'd be me. I was born female and transitioned into a male. Um, MTF would would be male to female. So born a male and transitioning into a female. Um, FTN is female to non-binary, which is just they start probably dressing more androgynous. And uh should mention this now, androgynous means kind of having no gender, wanting to look as if you're genderless, basically. Um, MTN is male to non-binary. HRT is hormone replacement therapy. Now, this is part of medical transition. And basically what will happen is they'll give you some kind of dose, essentially, of a different hormone. So since I was born female then I have more estrogen in my body. So whenever I start testosterone, they're, I just said it, they're going to register me testosterone so that my voice gets deeper and I would kind of go through male puberty, if that makes sense. It's called We call it second puberty. It's kind of sucky, but I mean, hey, it's whatever to, you know, feel better in your goddamn body. Uh, testosterone is the male... You know, it's the male sex hormone, and you know, yeah. and then estrogen is the female hormone. We know this. All right, 
now we're finally about to the end. This is this was a really short episode. Oh wow. You know what? Actually, I'll do a little section about chest binding and whatnot real fast in here just because I feel like it. Um LGBTQIA+ is the acronym for this community of gender identities and sexualities. So, um gay, lesbian, bisexual the actual acronym kind of the there's many forms of the acronym but i just kind of put this one down because it's yeah so it would be uh lesbian gay uh bisexual transgender queer some people say queer some people say questioning and then um i is for intersex and then a is for asexual or agender depends on what form of the acronym you use a dead name let's get into this uh, a den name is the name that you would call somebody before they transition, before they come out. So, once again, if my name used to be Cassandra, that'd be my dead name. Cassandra, Cassandra, it's whatever. But if if my name now is Jason, it isn't, it's Emery. But if my name is now Jason, then Cassandra is my dead name. So, yeah. A chest binder is this device, it's fabric, and it makes your chest look more flat so you look more masculine it's basically just a piece of fabric and it just it binds your chest as it says it's you can think of it as a more compact sports bra i'll go back i'll go into that in like a second a packer is something that you pack with it's basically a fake dick (laughs) it's a fake penis um that most uh female to male people use okay well not most but it's it helps um and it makes you look like you have a bulge so yeah and the opposite of that would be tucking which is tucking your penis so it looks like you have a vagina i'm not male to female i can't go too into this without not knowing what i'm talking about and then padding i think is what it's called is um making it look like you have curves or a chest so you would wear a bra and then you can buy uh fake breasts online and you put them in the bra and then it makes you look like you know you have a chest uh and yeah now uh there was one thing i also wanted to do was about slurs so mm, all i'm really gonna say for the slurs is faggot and tranny so faggot is usually used to describe a gay man and it's a slur and um then tranny is usually describe is usually used to describe um a trans person and it's another slur uh don't call people slurs most people don't take offense to it that's a lie some most people do take offense to it but most people they don't really i lost my train of thought most people take offense to it but some people are kind of okay with it like it doesn't really affect me but that doesn't mean you should go around calling every gay person or trans person or whatever these slurs like it kind of just depends on if they're okay with it or not definitely don't go on don't go to a pride parade and just start screaming slurs or anything because not everybody will be okay with it if you have a close friend and you like to joke around and call them a fag then i'd say that's fine because you know they're not hurting you're you're not you're not doing it in a malicious way and also it's not hurting them so it's kind of just you know it's kind of yeah i might go into that more sometime but 
that's all I really want to say about the matter. And now, and now I want to go into chess binders because I just something about explaining chess binders to people makes me just so happy inside, and I don't know why. So you do a quick Google search for chess binder, and this is what comes up. A bunch of sites come up. There's GC2B. Okay, and then uh, a couple of uh, articles and stuff. So basically, the two main brands I've seen for chess binders are GC2B, um, and I think they just specialize in uh, trans wear and whatnot. Um, yeah, so GC2B is a chess binder company, and they make chest binders as you'd think they do and uh yeah i'll put a chest binder on the cover picture of this i'll have it faded over like i did with uh leah alcorn in my last episode um but yeah so gc2b is i one of my friends had a gc2b binder um i personally prefer underwork so i'll go into that in a minute but GC2B has a stiffer front, so it compa- it kind of compacts more, and then the back is a lot stretchier. Uh, un- uh, GC2B has a short, uh, uh, it wouldn't, it's not shorter. A, um, I can't think of words right now, but a less wide neckline. So if you're in the closet, it's definitely harder to hide if you want to just wear a t-shirt. Um yeah and then there's also two different kinds of uh binders you can get there is a full tank and then there's a half tank those are the two i've seen anyway i don't really see how there could be any other ones a half tank is basically it looks more so like a crop top or it looks more so like uh, a sports bra well if you look at it you can tell it isn't but you know and then a full tank basically looks more like a tank top and it kind of compresses a lot more. Um, uh, half tanks are usually uh, better for smaller chests from what I've heard. And then black and then, uh, sorry, I'm on the site and the only uh, full tank one that comes up is black. But um, the uh, full tank binders usually help with a bigger chest because it kind of compresses more. So it's, you know... It basically just looks like a tank top, and it kind of helps a little bit. And now, you also, you can get these in, like, many, many colors and many, many designs, mainly from GC2B. I don't think Underworks offers that many colors. But Underworks uh, binders, I really, I prefer them because um, uh, they're more breathable, in my opinion. They're, like, they're at the front. Like, it compresses really well because of the material it's made out of, but the back is stretchier, and it's not, like, one stiff piece of material uh, like the Underworks one is. Um, yeah. Kind of really all I have to say about that particular bit. Uh... Uh, I lost my train of thought again. Underworks, um, they offer less colors, and they offer a different size chart. It isn't that much different, but you should definitely check your size per site if you're buying, because uh, GC2B large could be different than an Underworks large. Um, Underworks has black 
one uh, nude color and then one and then and then white. Yeah. Um you can get them on Underworks for twenty dollars. They went they they range I have the hiccups. They range from twenty dollars to thirty dollars and on GC2B they range from I think $33 to $35. You can get more expensive ones definitely. There are ones that are really expensive and they have cool designs on them. But you got to remember designs aren't really um designs aren't really they can be cool but designs aren't really what you want. You want good compression. Um Underworks has a wider neckline, so they're a lot easier to hide under shirts, but they're, the strap is skinnier, so that might factor in somehow if you want to wear some kind of shirt that would show normal bra straps, well, then uh, I don't... I can't talk. I kind of forgot how to talk. Anyway, uh, yeah. Also, it's very important that you wear, you order the correct size. Ordering a size smaller will not make you flatter in any way, shape, or form. I recently outgrew mine. I was a medium. I had it for eight months, and now when I put it on, I literally can't breathe. I can barely put it on anyway, but I can't breathe, and it's just excruciating, so I haven't worn it because obviously. I figured, oh, I can squeeze in a few more uses for this, but you really won't be able to. It's really just, don't try it. It's a lost cause. You really, really don't want to, I swear. Um... Don't bind for more than 8 to 12 hours. Do not sleep in your binder. Don't swim in your binder because it's an exercise that involves a lot of moving and breathing. And it can really, really hurt your lungs. If you wear your binder for too long, you, it can break your ribs. And by too long, I don't mean just like, oh, you wore it for a few hours more than you were supposed to. Um, But I mean like wearing it for like days and days on end or for like more than 24 hours which is absolutely horrible sometimes if there's situations where you have to sleep in your binder i know i had to sleep in mine once or twice or if you just accidentally fall asleep in your binder you should be fine but you really shouldn't sleep in it like on purpose or anything but if you fall asleep in it once or twice you should be fine especially if you don't turn and toss and turn in your sleep a bunch um you can check the materials that everything is made out of um yeah from what i've heard both of both underworks and gc2b bind pretty well they're pretty similar but i just prefer underworks because i've had more experience with it and they're stretchier if you don't know how to get a binder there are many 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 sites i'll link a few actually yeah i'll link the two that i'm thinking of and then also there are many binder giveaways you can join i personally i won mine the one that I had that doesn't fit me anymore. Um, I won that from a YouTuber, Jamie Dodger. He's a trans guy. Uh, he's really cool. He's really sweet. Really like him. Uh, but anyway, Jamie, um, he was giving away this binder. And by some miracle, I won. And my friend, since I was in the closet, let me mail it to her house. So, yeah. That was kind of sweet, dude. Uh... If you join a bunch of binder giveaways, your chances can be pretty, you know, good, 
I guess. There's a few subreddits, r slash trans charity and then r slash FTM for chest binders. Um, there's a month, there's a reoccurring thread for this, or you can just straight up request one and somebody can send you one if you just don't have the money, but your parents are okay with it or whatever. Um, you can get them, you can get binders mailed to your house. You can get them mailed to Amazon like hubs where you don't, where they don't mail it to your house and you can go pick it up. Uh, you can just go pick it up from the post office. Um, you can have the package addressed to somebody else. Um, there's a few ways you can hide it and stuff, but yeah, washing it, sometimes you can throw it in the washer, I'm pretty sure Underworks is safe to wash, I think GC2B might be actually safe to wash and Underworks isn't, but, um, you'll have to figure that out for yourself, I can't Google everything, um, make sure you wash your binder, every once in a while and i don't mean like every other month or anything i mean wash it kind of frequently but don't wash it too much maybe once every two weeks twice every two weeks something like that because if you don't wash it enough then it kind of just gives it'll give out faster because these things are made to last they will last you for like a year and a half a year something close to that see because i mean mine lasted for eight months but I just kind of outgrew it. It wasn't the fact that it was giving out. It's the fact that I outgrew it. So, um, yeah. Make sure you measure correctly. Measure your shoulders, shoulder to shoulder. Measure your under, uh, your under breast kind of section, you know. Uh, measure your underarms, and then you measure where there's most of your breast, which, um, is usually the nipple, but first, it may differ, it, it may differ for some people um don't get chest binders off of wish or like amazon there's a few off of amazon that are actually okay that are just sold from like actual companies but they're just on amazon because you know for whatever reason um but don't get like a three dollar one from amazon or like a two dollar one from wish because those could break your ribs those could they're probably too tight or they're just not made correctly so they could really hurt you. Um I'd avoid strapless binders because they need more support. They need more they need to be tighter to be kept up. Um if that makes sense, which means, you know, the more you move around, the more it could hurt you cuz you have to keep pulling it up constantly. Um don't bind with ace bandages. That can really hurt your ribs. Like that can ruin your chances of top surgery. So do not do that at all costs. Don't bind it with tape. That'll stretch out your skin and also make you unable to do top surgery. Um, trans tape, I'm not sure about. KT tape, also am not sure about. I tried KT tape. I didn't really like it that all that much. But, um, yeah. I think that's all I have to say about it. Uh, Bind safely, bind, you know, good, that kind of thing. Uh, Yeah, this has been your episode of Aquarius for today. Uh, Make sure you drink water, eat something. Uh, If you're binding, bind safely. If you're uh, packing, pack safely. A fake dick might kill ya. I'm kidding. Um, If you're tucking, tuck responsibly if you're i'm 
not sure what the MTF realm of things are, but I'll I'll research it and I'll go into it eventually. Um, next episode might be something a little bit different. So, uh, next episode I might um go on some community on Reddit and just kind of look at memes, cause that seems kind of fun to do, you know. And besides, I kind of need a break from being all informal. So yeah, next episode, kind of just count on me going on r slash, hmm, I'll think of a good one, r slash rainbow, r slash rainbow is pretty good. Um, yeah, and r slash trans, so uh, yeah, I'll go on those, have a nice little laugh. Uh, read maybe read a few stories, some nice stories from r slash FTM, r slash MTF. And uh, yeah, we'll just have a good time and vibe. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Bye.